Welcome to CarPro USA, the place for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Jerry Reynolds is the car pro with over 35 years experience in the auto industry. And he was the first two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. He's here to help you. His sidekick, Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy, is here to help Jerry. Kind of like a radio border collie. Here they are now on CarPro USA. So, hope you're having a good day. We are here at CarPro USA headquarters in Dallas, Texas. Coming to you from Victory Plaza, the home of the Dallas Mavericks and the Dallas Stars. And we are here to help you make a good car buying decision. It's real confusing out there right now. I can't stress that enough. Uh, There is some desperation among car dealers right now who can't get nearly as many cars as they need. They know they're overpaying for the used cars that they have. They know, like I know, the market's going to crash on used cars uh, sometime in the next 60 days or less, and they're going to get hung with a bunch of high-priced used cars (laughs) that they can't sell. I, 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 I was in the car business for 35 years. I owned a bunch of car dealerships. I don't know that I'd want to navigate these waters with my money on the line like what happens when you own a car dealership. I mean, I just don't know that I'd want to do it. Um, That's one of the reasons I got out of the business. I got out just before the financials crash and started in 2008 and got worse in 2009 and 2010. So I, I, I successfully avoided that. But this one... Who would have ever seen a nationwide pandemic followed up by a shortage of microchips that keeps people keeps automakers from making cars? I'd have never dreamed that. But here we are. So, because it's so confusing, you need me more now than ever before. 800-926-7777, carprousa.com. Kevin McCarthy's with me. Hadn't thought of that aspect for car dealers who say we've got to have something to sell, so they're overpaying for quality used vehicles, especially SUVs, trucks, at the auction, putting them on the lot. You know, overpaying by what? An average maybe four or five thousand just for ballpark figures. In a lot of cases, yes. And if and when, more likely when, we get anything close to a a uh, regular supply of new cars, I wouldn't want to have very many of those cars that I was going to take a four or $5,000 bath on. Yeah, but unless you got a crystal ball, you don't know when it's coming. We know it is coming. We just don't know when it's coming. And people gave you credit for having a crystal ball for selling your dealerships before the financial crisis. Yeah, my friends in the business were so mad. <laughs> Did you? T- and, and nobody believed you. No, it I was just fortunate. I said I'd rather be lucky than good. You it's know, always better to be lucky than good. But the the new car dealers at the auction, and I watch the auctions every Wednesday for hours, so that I can tell you what the market is doing. Otherwise, I wouldn't have any idea. And now the car new car dealers are competing with CarMax and Carvana, uh, two two companies that sell nothing but used cars. So they've got to pay what they got to pay, and now we've got Hertz buying used cars at the auction to rent because they can't get new ones. Uh, same with uh, 
Yeah, it's Avis. Hertz and Avis are, are at the auctions buying cars left and right. And they can pay whatever they need to pay because they're going to write them off every month and keep them for a long time. Isn't they're Hertz not still worried in about, bankruptcy? No, they came out. Yeah. So they can pay whatever they need to pay just to have something to rent to get their income because their income's not derived from the sale of used cars like everybody else is. So they can pay whatever. Are CarMax and Carvana not getting enough people selling them their used cars? Apparently not, because they're buying left and right. Drive Time, another one that's that's at the auction every Wednesday, paying big money. Um, you know, if, if you're a used car only dealer, filling your lots right now, unless you're paying a lot of money, is almost impossible. That's just a little insight for you. And let's go to Bellevue and talk to Paul. Paul, thanks. What can I do for you? Good afternoon. I'm considering buying a 2021 Yukon Denali. Uh, apparently, there's a choice of a couple of different engines. One of the the gasoline, uh, what, 6.2 liter, and then they have this new, uh, I guess, new three liter diesel. My only question was, you know, which one of those two is better? I, I, is there any reason not to get the diesel? Well, when you say better, are you talking about reliability, longevity, towing power? Define better. Reliability and longevity. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I'm not going to be towing anything with it. I don't think there's any doubt the diesel will, will do that. That's just the nature. And that engine's really not new. They've had it in the Silverado for sev- several years, and it's done really well. Uh, in fact, the the three liter in the GM products have got, and the reason I brought up towing, they they have the best fuel economy between General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis, which is Ram. Um, they've got the best fuel ability, but they didn't. Their towing capacity wasn't as good. But if you're not towing, no big deal. Uh, I had it in the Escalade. Uh, let's see, this is August. I think it was in June. And then I had it in a Tahoe early in the year when they first put it into the Tahoe or the the big SUVs. It's fantastic. You can't hear that sucker run for nothing. It doesn't sound like a diesel. It's got so much low-end torque that, you know, it'll almost burn the tires. And then you get it out on the highway and you're cruising there running no RPMs and getting great gas mileage. Uh, It'd be a no-brainer for me. I'll tell you that. I'd go with the diesel. Okay. Well, uh, thanks. That's the way I was leaning. I got one more question for you. They've got the standard, uh, the 20 inch wheel and they have the 22 inch wheel that you can get also. Uh, anything good about the 22 inch other than looks? No, not really. I mean, you won't notice any difference in the ride and the drive. It's all about aesthetics. I'm a, I'm a wheel guy. I love 22s. Uh, I, I do. I always have. I, I will buy a car just because of the wheels, but it also costs you. It also costs you more money to replace the tires down the road because a twenty-two inch tire costs more than a twenty. And if you don't, if the looks don't trip your trigger, get the twenties. It'll ride and drive the same. It'll just cost you less when you go to buy a set of tires. But what about the odometer? What about it? Oh, people always ask me, they say, well, bigger tires and wheels change the odometer settings? Well, not if you buy them on the car from the factory. Well, okay. What if you <laughs> do it aftermarket? 
It can. It can. <laughs> oh, God. Not a big deal, huh? <laughs> no, certainly not. Never mind. Paul, I appreciate the call. Use my dealers at carprousa.com. Click on Find Your Car Pro. Four choices. Gasoline, diesel, hybrid, or electric. Find out which one is right for how you drive. Call CarPro USA. 1-800-926-7777. We had gotten away from classic muscle cars and our classic car of the weekend on our Facebook page here at CarPro USA. But we rectified that this weekend. We have one of the all-time muscle super classic cars from the 60s. And if you'd like to see it, maybe win a custom-made auto heat shield for whatever you drive, just hit the Facebook logo at carprousa.com. And we go to Richard in the Woodlands, Texas, north of Houston. Hello, Richard. Hi, how are you? I'm good, buddy. What can I help you with? We have an RX 350 2019, the, the Lexus, and we, we leased it. And the, uh, it's a three-year lease. It comes due in December. It only has 32,000 miles on it. And uh, I think it can go up to 45 without any penalty. We just had the 3,000-mile checkup completed. It's in great shape. And we have the option option to buy it for $28,000. And my question is, is that a good idea? Given what I hear you saying about the used car market. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've got built-in equity there. The thing's probably worth, oh, three to $4,000 over the residual value. That's what I'm seeing right now. The only thing, the only downside is, since you're in Texas, you got to pay sales tax again on the residual value. But even with that, you're going to have at least a couple of thousand miles of equity. The, the only question is the 2022 is, is coming out pretty soon and they're making some substantial changes to it as we outlined in this week's newsletter. So, uh-huh. you know, if, if you're, if you're a trendy person that says, Hey, I want the latest and greatest out there, then I would probably wait till December and trade it in on the 2022. If not, then I'd keep the 2019 with miles that low, knowing up front that you're getting a bargain. Does that make sense? Yeah, we are. Well, that's what we were thinking. Uh, we are not trendy. I'm 75, and my wife is 73, and we're just, she loves her car, and we've got low mileage. I don't work anymore, so we're not putting miles on it. Yeah, you're driving 10,000 miles. The- you're driving 10,000 miles a year. In a vehicle that will easily go two hundred thousand miles before you have any major problems, so that gives us seventeen more years. So at that, wow. at that, you're <laughs> going to be ninety-two. So to me, <laughs> buying it really does make good sense. <laughs> How was that for quick math? Yeah. Good work. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, well done. Thank you. Yeah, go back to your so dealer and buy. You know, the one thing, you, are you going to finance the balance or are you just going to write a check? 
I don't know yet. It don't matter. Interest rates are low. That's the only reason I'm asking. And that may change. And that's that's why we're thinking about financing it, just yeah. because the rates are so low. And while you're there, you know, consider an extended warranty for it, just in case, as good as RX has been, you know, one air conditioning compressor, which could happen at 60 or 70,000 miles, especially as much as we work our air conditioners in Texas, uh, consider an extended warranty that will give you the maximum amount of time and the minimum amount of miles, and you'll save some money that way. Okay, yeah, I would. That's why I mentioned that we just got the thirty thousand mile checkup because you know we, I don't know, we spent a thousand bucks doing that. Yeah, that was probably. Well, and was, you know, I, I hear you. I understand maintenance maintenance yeah. recommendations. I mean, I don't know if you're going by what the uh, the maintenance guide says to come with the car, or if you're listening to the dealer. Uh, dealers will service you to death. They make a lot of money doing that. Well, this 30,000-mile checkup we just had done by the dealership was the first one we had to pay any money on at all. Okay, okay. So there were, there were, and, and, and remember, and, too, yeah. you don't have to do it at a dealership. There are some... Independent repair shops out there that will that will do it and save you some money. I mean, there's certain things I'm going to go to the dealership for. Brakes, for instance. I don't want I don't want a guy that just finished uh, doing a brake job on a you know a Kia Sorento working on my Lexus. But you know, past that, if it's routine fluid changes and that sort of thing, I mean, I'd probably go to an independent and cut that bill in about half. And my dealers are going to hate me saying that. Yeah, we'll, we're going to do that simply, you know, be, like I said, this was the first one we had to pay anything for. So we're probably out of going back to the dealership to, yeah. to, uh, to get any of that done. Let me, let me ask you one other question. Real quick. We're almost out of time here. Sure. The lease is up in December. Does it make any sense for me to go to them and see if I can cut a deal to buy it now? You won't be able to. The residual is set in stone. Uh, and, and your your payoff is going to be higher than residual because you still owe a few payments. So I'd wait till December and then do it. Richard, good to talk to you. This is where you get a peek behind the curtain to see how a dealership really works. Call CarPro USA now at 1-800-926-7777. Trevor, Thousand Oaks, California. Welcome. What can I do for you? Hey, Jerry. Thanks for taking my call, man. Sure, buddy. What's what's up? So I have a uh, 2018 uh, Tundra Crew Max um, that leases up literally in like three weeks. Um, the residual on it that I can pay for is $29,000. i am just trying to see what my options or best options would be for this. Well, what are you going to do once you get rid of this one? I'm not sure. I wanted. I, I, I was kind of waiting to see what happened with that 2022 Tundra. Yeah. But I did have another baby in the last three years while I had this vehicle. So now I'm at a family of five. So uh, I was looking at the Highlander hybrids. Oh, yeah. I love that. So That's a great idea. So um, was, why don't you use the GiveMeTheVin.com slash car pro website and see what your tundra's worth how many miles are on it okay 21 
It'll shock you what it's worth. Do you know what the current payoff is? Yeah, 29. 29.7. Oh, God, you got a lot of money sitting there. Uh, seriously. And I know that. That's why I was going to be so surprised. You're going to be so you're going to be so happy. Uh, let's go. Let's do that. <laughs> Give me the van dot com slash car pro. I'd sell it to them and then make your decision on what you want next. Uh, there are some Highlander hybrids out there, the Toyota dealers, and, and we've got great ones at our website. But but they're low on cars and hybrids right now are hotter than a pistol. The RAV4 and the and the Highlander Hybrid are both just much in demand, but cars are loosening up and Toyotas are loosening up. And if you may have to, to get them to get you one that's already ordered and on the way. So you may not be as may not be able to be as particular as you would like to, but if you can get something and you'll be happy with it and take advantage of this crazy tundra market right now, you're gonna be you're gonna be so far ahead and you'll never be able to pull this off again. Timing is on your side. Look at carprousa.com under Find Your Car Pro and reach out to one of our dealers now. Nothing is worse than buying a car you love the looks of, but it kills your back to drive it. That's right, that's right. Let Jerry Reynolds help you at CarPro USA, 1 800 926 7777. This hour of the CarPro USA radio show is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Tell Flo the car pro sent you. You told me earlier that you think that the chip shortage is about to ease and make things easier for automakers and a lot of other industries. I just got told this week, don't buy refrigerators right now. $1,700 refrigerators a few months ago are $2,500 right now. But... To cars, what makes or is it a hunch? Are you seeing data? Why do you think the chip shortage is going to ease soon? Well, I just see, I see Toyota, who's been arguably hardest hit, and Ford. I see them both making moves that are, oh, how would you say, uh, anticipatory. Yeah, that would work. Um, I, I, I see them looking toward the future uh, instead of just reacting to what's going on. I mean, Toyota is out there having one of their national sales events right now. You see Jan on TV, and they do those just four times a year, and they're doing one now. I figured they would forgo that. Ford's starting to advertise again. Uh, They've got a good plan to send the vehicles they've already built to the dealers, let them install the chips to get these cars on the road uh, quicker. So I I don't know it, it's it's an educated guess it's not a hunch but it it's it's I don't have an inside source at the factory telling me hey we're about to come out of this thing well but if you're seeing signs like the Toyota thing and some of the others that are make it kind of look like they think that things may be changing I, I like your reading of the tea leaves yeah I. I don't know. You can just sort of tell. You can, you can tell their uh, Ford's getting got a little more aggressive with their incentives this month. 
So that tells me, you know, hey, they want to sell what's what's left on the ground. They know that they know that the, what the dealers have right now sitting there, if it was a good piece of merchandise, they would have probably already sold. We've got a couple of lines open at 800-926-7777. That's rare. Uh, we seldom do, but we do right this second. 800-926-7777. And we'll go to Tim in Spring, Texas. Tim, welcome. How can I help you? Hey, good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm good, buddy. What are you thinking about doing? Okay. Uh, question on diminished value. The insurance companies, I won't name it unless you want me to, uh, they, my daughter has a 2020 Range Rover Sport that was rear-ended, 22 grand worth of damage. Whoa. Took three months to fix, took three months to fix it, and the insurance company paid everything and all that, and we're down to the diminished value. I've had the leasing company diminished value consultant call me and do a preliminary estimate. I also had my own that I paid 300 bucks, which happens to be a different person. I called the insurance company. They originally offered 5,500 diminished value. Then they came up to 7,500 and then they capitulated another 500. So they're at 8,000, but it looks like when I went to give me my there's no law or formula that's really there that the damage is more like $11,000 diminished value, but you can't tell until you sell it or until you buy it and get it off a lease or whatever the case may be. Do you have any suggestions for negotiating with the insurance company that they seem to be using the economic stick of, they haven't said it, but yeah, it's tough. There's no, there is no formula because every case is different. It, the mileage on the vehicle makes a difference. Uh, one of the big things is how the job came out. Is it detectable to the naked eye? Is it detectable to an expert? No, the workmanship is fine. It was done by a Range Rover dealership, and everything was paid for, and everything done, and it was inspected, etc. There was some frame damage that I think they had to drill out, et cetera. So by the time you get down to wholesaling with Manaheim and this, that, and the other, it's a confusing mess. They do have that class action case that they had a formula that everybody gets under the class action, but that's not a legal formula that they use in court or anything like that. So by the time you get an attorney, you're looking at a third it's like you'd have to get 12000 to be able to get your eight. <laughs> that's correct. That's the problem. Um, yeah. You know. And, and that's the advice. I don't know. Have you talked to, did you use Tiger Diminished Value, TigerDV.com? No. No, I did not. Why don't no. you give the owner there a call and run this past him? Uh, I think he'll give you an opinion on it for free. Uh, he loves my listeners, and, and he's a good guy. He's at our website. It's Tiger Diminished Value, TigerDV.com, and see what he recommends. And sometimes you gotta you got to try to win the battle without losing the war. Sometimes you just surrender and say, hey, you know, 
I, I can't get any more without getting an attorney or going to small claims court, and they're going to. And it doesn't do any good. It doesn't do any good to get animosity. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh yeah, it doesn't. Play that way, I'll do it. Too. Uh, it, so we've tried to keep it professional and just have difference of opinion. Yeah. And make them a counter offer. You know, if if you think you're at the end of the line, try to bump them another five hundred bucks. And get on down the road. You know, some things you just it, there's a there's a time when you wave the white flag. But I think I just hate to leave. I, I just hate to leave one third of a claim on legal maneuvering. Yeah, no, I no, I hear you. But I, I do think the owner at Tiger will will give you some help, okay. uh, and we'll go from there. I, uh, I I wish you the best, and I hope everything turns out okay for you. I really do. Let's talk to James in Canton, Ohio. James, welcome. What can I do for you? Uh, I'm sorry, six. <laughs> Hello, Jerry. Hello, sir. What can I do for you? Hi. Hey, I'm uh, leasing a 2020 Ford Escape Hybrid. like it very much, but I'm very interested in getting the new Maverick pickup as soon as it comes out. In fact, I reserved one at my local Ford's uh, dealer. My question is, would I be able to go to the CarPro Ford dealership and uh, end this lease and get into the Maverick, or do I need to go back to the same dealership? I can give you any info uh, that you need on the car itself. I'm getting close to my uh, uh, 10,500-mile limit. And it's the first year of the lease, started right. back in January. And I have contacted Give Me the VIN, uh, and they are about $3,500 under the purchase price at this point. Yeah, I don't I doubt that. You're, 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 trading, you're trading real quick. Uh, yeah, you can go to Mike Bass Ford, see what they'll give for it. Order your, order your Maverick through them. They're great people. Uh, Jim Bass has been a friend of mine for many, many years. Great, great organization. Uh, you know, the Maverick looks great. Obviously, I haven't driven it because they're not in production yet. But uh, you could do it. You could do it with Mike Bass, and I think you'd be very pleased with it. I think it's a good idea. There are people who get so-called great deals. And then there are CarPro USA listeners who get smart deals. Give us a call. 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA, and forgot to mention one of the most popular articles in the newsletter this week is titled, What You Need to Know About Electric Cars. Yes. And if you've been following what's going on at all, uh, whether it's pro or con, we're all going to have to make some decisions about whether or not electric cars are going to be for us in the next few years. So Jerry has it laid out for you. It's in this week's newsletter. So How much does that cost? Because nothing good's free. You know, we've talked about this over the years. We could be doing this show <laughs> from an island in the South Pacific if we were charging for the newsletter. <laughs> it's still free. Oh, wow. Still free. Well, that's good. That's, that's, that's a great price. Mike, Los Angeles, welcome. How can I help you, sir? Hey, Jerry and Kevin, you guys are the best way to start a weekend. Ah, Mike, thank thank you for that. Appreciate it. Um, So 
I have a 2019 Subaru Outback. Uh, the lease is up at the end of this year. Um, and I guess it's a bit of a unicorn because it's a six-cylinder, which they stopped making that year. And because of the pandemic, uh, a lot of my driving was curtailed. And so the mileage is really low. I'm, I'm just below 18,000 oh miles. Okay. Um, my, my, my question is, so uh, nor I would probably be looking at getting another Outback, except for the fact that the new redesign mm -hmm. has a seat that is really uncomfortable for me, and I just can't live with it, which bums me out. So I'm thinking, well, I, maybe I'll extend this lease and, you know, then look and see what else I can find. <clears throat> Excuse me, what else I can find. But I know that the value of, you know, the the equity that I might have may be different six months after the end of the lease. True. I'm not sure if if how much. So the, the lease is up, you know, at the end of December. I'm not sure how much difference there's going to be, you know, next June as opposed to December as far as what I might have, you know, in equity. And it could be it could be substantial. I think the market will adjust between now and the end of the year prior to December. And when it when it drops, it could be a, the difference between two and three thousand dollars. Now, your only choices are to buy your Subaru yourself and then trade it in on something else. But you got to pay sales tax when you do that, right? So that, that cuts some of your profit out. So a lot of this is going to depend on how much equity you currently have. And you know, there's several ways to find that out. One is get the payoff and then put the info into givemethevin.com slash carpro. See what they'll offer. Right. If there's enough to buy it currently and then sell it, pay the sales or buy it yourself, pay the sales tax and then sell it, then that's great. Or you could take it straight to your Subaru dealer and sell it to them. Past that, you don't have any choices. Um, so, I, yeah. you know, selling it direct to the Subaru dealer, if they'll come close to the GiveMeTheVin.com slash CarPro price, that's going to be better for you. And that's what I would do. Um you really need to take advantage of this market right now if you can. And I agree with you, it being a six-cylinder, that helps it tremendously. There are just people out there that won't buy four-cylinders. And there's very few six-cylinders around. So I, I, I think yeah. I, I told an earlier caller this. I'd do this deal backwards. I'd find what you want, make the deal, go through our website and use our dealers, and then dispose of the Subaru and get the most net dollars that you can. You could pull all this off in a couple of days. It, you just got to be diligent. But the big thing is, what are you going to pay for the next vehicle? That's where I can come in and help you. And with that, my friend, we got to run, but I think that's the smart move. Electric cars sound like a good idea, but the question is whether one is the right choice for you. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
go to Gary in California. Gary, we've got about two minutes here, and they're all yours. What can I do for you? Gary, are you there? Hmm, I'm afraid Gary might be listening to his radio instead of his phone, and that's going to be a real problem unless he figures this out quickly. Gary, last call. Are you there? Well, he wanted to talk about trading a 2011 Ranger for a new one, which I think would be a really good idea right now. Rangers haven't been nearly as short in supply as F-150s have. Uh, at least in the market where I am in Dallas, uh, there's even some, some incentives on the Ranger right now. So, uh, Gary, I think if you can find the right Ranger, I think that'd be a good idea. Your 2011 is worth more now than it's ever going to be worth again. So, yeah, I think that is a probably a pretty doggone good plan. And uh, take a look at carprousa.com under certified dealers. Being that I was a Ford dealer myself, I've got a couple of really top-notch stellar Ford dealers in Southern California. I've got, and I'm not sure which part of California you're in, but I, I've got an exceptional one in uh, Elk Grove in the Sacramento market. They've been with me for over a decade and probably one of the best Ford dealerships in the country. So we can help you. I think your timing is good, and uh, I wish you well. I appreciate the call. Don't forget that website. It is carprousa.com. That's where you'll find all my car reviews. You'll find my FAQ page under buying resources, and you can subscribe to the newsletter. Just go down to the bottom of the page and, and click on newsletter. Subscribe today. We'll get it to you today along with all the information that we had. And next week, we'll have a brand new one come out on Friday. And it'll be full of information as well as my review and video of the new Ford Bronco. There are lots of little secrets about buying or leasing a vehicle. And Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, knows them all. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777.